You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guest, Ajay Rane, Vice President of Business Development for Sigfox. The unprecedented impact of COVID-19 is an extreme reminder of just how fragile supply chains can be. In the face of global disruption, manufacturers that can get updates in real time are better equipped to keep customers updated on their shipments. Ajay Rene of Sigfox joins us to discuss how digital transformation, like IoT devices on zero-G networks, can help companies overcome these disruptions to provide a linear, connected supply chain. Joining me today on the Inbound Logistics Podcast is Ajay Rene, VP of Business Development at Sigfox. Ajay, thank you so much for joining the Inbound Logistics Podcast today. It's my pleasure to be here, Jeff, and thanks for the invitation. It's great to have you. Uh, first of all, uh, how are you doing in, in light of uh, all of COVID-19 going on right now? Well, I'm, I'm doing well, actually, uh, considering the fact that you know I'm a remote worker anyways, so it's not a new thing for me personally, but I can see uh, a lot of uh, other people that I work with are now adjusting to the new lifestyle, or at least for the short term. Um, so yes, I think it's uh, it's a change, and, and perhaps it could have lasting effects on on how we work going forward. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, let's uh, expand on that a little bit. Give me an introduction to who you are, uh, a little bit about your background in the industry, what Sigfox is, and uh, maybe what your current position there is. Sure. Let me start with my current position. So I'm VP of Business Development at Sigfox, and my role is to manage the global ecosystem for Sigfox. So if you're not familiar with Sigfox, uh, we are the world's largest IoT operator. And what I mean by that is we are a service provider that has a global network similar to cellular networks, but our network is focused on IoT, uh, the Internet of Things, where we provide connectivity for devices and platforms and sensors uh, for the Internet of Things. So we're specifically focused on the Internet of Things. And what's unique about Sigfox is we have a global network, unlike many other operators where you have national or regional networks. Sigfox uh, currently has the network in 70 countries around the world. We cover over 1.2 billion people, and our coverage extends to about 28% of the earth uh, terrestrially. And so that puts us in a unique position to have a global view of supply chain logistics across many different industries. Okay, and what about uh, a little bit about you and your background? So my background is uh, at Sigfox is primarily managing the ecosystem. But uh, so I've been with Sigfox for about two and a half years. Prior to this, I worked uh, mostly in semiconductor business uh, worked at a LTE and BIOT startup, and prior to that, worked on Ethernet solutions uh, for another company. And before that, I started out my career and was at Intel for 11 years, uh, starting in chip design and doing a lot of business development, uh, including Wi-Fi and other wireless technologies as well. At the top of the show, you mentioned that this is a, a change for a lot of people. What impact is this pandemic having on the supply chain? So we believe the the impact to the supply chain because of the pandemic is profound, and we believe it is going to cause 
some long-term changes and, and force people to think about how do you optimize your supply chain, not just as a consequence or, or as in preparation for such events, but in general, I, I think it has exposed many weaknesses in the supply chain and especially uh, due to lack of digital transformation in the supply chain end-to-end. Uh, now, yes, we have seen many parts of the supply chain have gone through digital transformation, but what the pandemic has done is it has exposed the other areas where the, the entire supply chain is not completely digitized. So it only provides you a siloed view of the supply chain. And the, the disruption that the pandemic has caused is not just on the demand side, uh, which many people are used to cyclical demand and supply chains adjust to that, but what it has forced people to look into is how can we respond more dynamically to the demand as well as uh, disruptions in the supply side as well. So for example, if you look at uh, the manufacturing sector, uh, a lot of the manufacturing sector, doesn't matter which country you operate in, many of the ingredients that come into the manufacturing sector or the raw materials that come into the manufacturing sector are heavily dependent in many cases on China. And due to the shutdown in China, a lot of those raw materials were not available, including you know, very basic chemicals for manufacturing industries here. And the ability to respond to that or be able to stock, stock up on those uh, does create supply chain hiccups that could have profound effects on companies' revenues as, as well as, uh, you know, in many cases, the survivability of many businesses. So yes, you're seeing many, uh, you know, we've seen a huge impact on the supply chain because of the pandemic. All right. Now, other than manufacturing, are there some industries that are more affected than others? Well, absolutely. So manufacturing uh, clearly is, is impacted. Uh, but even if, if you look at uh, the healthcare industry, uh, for example, uh, it relies heavily on the supply of, of medications. And again, the medications rely on, on chemicals that come from all over the world. And even basic chemicals, uh, if you don't have the raw materials coming in, uh, that, that, causes depression, uh, that causes issues in the supply chain. Uh, the other industries that, that uh, have caused uh, that have issues because of the pandemic uh, are, you know, the, the, the agriculture, for example. Uh, we're seeing huge uh, stocks of uh, inventory or, uh, that are being piled up uh, and even crops and, and fruits and vegetables that cannot get to the destination uh, because of the pandemic and they have to be destroyed uh, at the source because A, there are no buyers and B, there are no truckers or not enough truckers to carry that uh, over uh, to the, uh, to the uh, retail stores, for example. Um, the other industry is obviously oil and gas. And again, uh, disruptions uh, on the demand side have, um, have caused you know, drastic price drops in, in the supply side, uh, in, in the price of oil. I'm, I'm sure we've all heard about the negative price of oil. Um, so again, this is all related to 
the supply chain. And then these are just examples of some of the industries besides manufacturing that are also impacted by the disruptions caused by the pandemic. Well, how are uh, supply chain stakeholders currently dealing with these changes in light of COVID-19? Absolutely. So we're uh, we're seeing a lot of actions uh, that are being taken by many of the many of our partners and many of our customers. Uh, more specifically, uh, the key stakeholders in the supply chain uh, having to adjust uh, the way they do business. So. Uh, if you, if you look at what happened in the first quarter, uh, a lot of the businesses had enough raw materials and, and, and supplies uh, for their end customers. Uh, but since then, what has happened is because of these shutdowns globally, a, a lot of the manufacturing activity and the other industries are not seeing the demand uh, from the consumer side or, or the businesses. So they're going to have to readjust their forecast back to their their suppliers and more specifically even though the factories in China are now coming back online uh, they they are now seeing a huge drop in demand so they're readjusting their workforce and their investments in 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 building up inventory uh, for anticipated demand because now the demand also has at least temporary we hope has vanished, uh, so but they're still prepared for it to come back and and be able to adjust it. But again, they're gonna they have been they have started to make changes in their manufacturing flow to make adjustments for these disruptions and because of the, the change in demand from the downstream uh, stakeholders in the supply chain. Okay, uh, with the uh, strain on supply chain operations, what are uh, the biggest ways that IoT solutions can help streamline that flow? So we believe that IoT could play a significant role in streamlining supply chain operations uh, because of the ability to uh, that we provide by digitizing the entire supply chain. Uh, we're now, now able to provide more real-time uh, data uh, not just on the flow of goods and 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 demand, uh, but also on the supply side, being able to track uh, the supplies and, and be able to route them to the right location. So, as and when different industries in different parts of the world start to come online, uh, by having a a dynamic view of where where the inventories are or where your goods are. Uh, using IoT, companies can now divert certain materials, whether it's raw materials or finished goods, to the right distribution points, uh, rather than make guesses or 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 work off of uh, stale data. So, with with the IoT, with Internet of Things enabled uh, supply chains, uh, whether it's in in tracking or or other applications um, such as temperature monitoring and humidity and looking at uh, you know even presence detection we're now able to dynamically adjust uh, and address the change in demand and and provide a much more flexible supply chain by taking advantage of the broad coverage that IoT technologies such as zero g technology from Sigfox can offer you at a significantly low entry point from a device perspective 
but also from a subscription and coverage perspective, we can have global coverage uh, at, at much more affordable pricing than what was possible with some other technologies. That was one of the reasons why the adoption was slow is because of uh, the ROI just was not there. Uh, but now with, with, with newer zero G technologies, we can now justify digitizing the entire supply chain and, and dynamically address uh, the demand side or the supply side to match the demand. Now, uh, some supply chain stakeholders are currently not leveraging IoT. Uh, why do you think that is and what would you say to them? Absolutely. So as I alluded to earlier, uh, some of the challenges to adoption uh, that we've seen in the IoT business are specifically uh, you know, ROI, and that stems from the cost of the device, uh, the subscription cost, and the battery life. So these are three of the big reasons, and then the fourth one being coverage. Uh, so if you look at these top four reasons why people are not adopting uh, IoT for in the supply chain, uh, we believe, or I'd like to share with uh, partners who haven't looked at zero-G technology from Sigfox, is to revisit the math on their ROI, and, and, and rather than looking at a one-size-fits-all solution, i.e. looking at cellular to, to take care of your entire supply chain end-to-end, and, and where it may not make sense to have just one technology across the board, um, you need to revisit and, and uh, your plans and look at a combination of technologies which are best suited for your business. So rather than having a few data points from your supply chain, because it's unaffordable or to, to put every single track every single aspect of your digital supply chain on the cellular network, you should look at a combination of using cellular where it makes sense and where you can't afford it, look at zero-G technologies, whether it's within the warehouse and, or, or otherwise. And, uh, and by a combination of that, you can get significantly higher number of data points from your supply chain rather than get a few data points which are very expensive using traditional technologies. So that would be my message is look at a blend of technologies rather than a one size fits all approach when you think about digitizing your supply chain. Okay. What other things can companies do to proactively prepare for the next major supply chain disruption, do you think? Well, I think uh, it's anybody's guess when the next major supply chain disruption would happen. And it's, it's more likely to happen than not. Uh, so rather than uh, wait for it, I would say be prepared for it and start looking at digitizing your supply chain, use IoT uh, where it makes sense and, and look at some rapid deployments uh, at a very low cost point and, and start taking advantage of that and then keep optimizing your supply chain and, and start growing the number of collection points uh, of, for, for data from using IoT technologies and, and plan for disruptions. And, and then you can start realizing the benefits right away. So you, you don't have to wait for the next disruption. Uh, adopting IoT 
early on uh, would give you immediate benefits. And many of these technologies can pay for themselves over a matter of weeks, sometimes months. Uh, it's not going to take years and years of investment to see the ROI. And, and that, that is the, the key message to, to all the stakeholders in the supply chain is look at what makes sense for you and, and start small, but, but get things started. Start looking at, at, start evaluating different technologies, different options where you can start seeing immediate benefits from IoT. Even a small deployment, you'd be surprised, could have a, a meaningful impact on your bottom lines. And then continue to grow as you start seeing benefits of expanding that uh, IoT implementation and then eventually target digitizing your entire supply chain using IoT. All right. If our audience wants to find out more information about Sigfox, where should they go? So the best place to start is to the Sigfox website. So www.sigfox.com. And if you want to take a look at, uh, there's a lot of material on our website, starting with what the technology is all about, looking at our coverage, whom to contact, how can I buy these devices. Uh, we have probably one of the world's largest IoT ecosystems. So if you click on the partner link on sigfox.com, you can get a glimpse of what are the different types of devices and use cases that you can use to uh, to adopt IoT. So yes, sigfox.com is a great place to start for getting more information. Excellent. Ajay, thank you so much for sharing all of that info with us. Stay safe out there, okay? Absolutely. Thank you, Jeff. And it was my pleasure talking to you. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash getil. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.